Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management, at 7 o'clock in the morning London time on Friday the 2nd of June. With US politicians starting to behave like grown-ups, sort of, economists can get back to looking at the economy proper. Today, we get the US non-farm payrolls report, which will be as overhyped as these numbers always are. Let us start with the mantra that economists would wish to be carved over the entrance to every journalist's newsroom on the planet. Average hourly earnings are not wages. In fact, we can go a lot further and say average hourly earnings are very definitely not wage costs for companies. Yesterday, we got the unit labour cost data from the United States, which is a better representation of the labour costs that companies actually face. And unit labour costs in the first quarter were revised down to 4.2% growth. It is unwise to put too much emphasis on a single data release, especially as unit labour costs will be much revised in the future. But it is worth noting that, once again, real inflation-adjusted unit labour costs did not increase in the first quarter. Depending on the inflation metric used, they were unchanged or probably falling. This is worth bearing in mind when firms complain that wage costs are forcing them to put up prices. Prices are generally rising faster than wage costs at the moment. Today's employment data is expected to show that fewer jobs were created in May than was the case in April. This should probably not be the most important factor of the labour market in economic terms at the moment. The fact that people are job hopping less is probably more significant. However, markets will most likely focus on the payrolls number, not least because the Fed chair seems afraid to deviate so much as an inch from the Economics 101 textbook. For consumer resilience, it is the unemployment number that matters. Fear of unemployment remains low. The decline in job churn seems to have more to do with the normalisation of behaviour than any concerns about job security. That means that precautionary savings rates are unlikely to go up. As long as there is a degree of confidence in job security, the consumer is likely to be content to spend, slowing but not collapsing. The French are offering industrial production data for April. There were ongoing industrial tensions, of course, which left economists facing flight detours and travel delays, But apparently, the inconvenience of economists does not negatively affect output, and the manufacturers of France have had a certain amount of practice at adapting to industrial disputes. Yesterday's euro-area consumer price inflation data continued to challenge the idea that price inflation is somehow going to be sticky. Inflation rates are sliding all over the place in sectors and in economies. However, the European Central Bank does seem to remain on autopilot. The account of the May meeting rambled on about core inflation trends a bit, which seems to signal a lack of attention to detail. Too much central bank policy these days seems to be focused on crude headline numbers and the current inflation rate, rather than a more sophisticated and detailed analysis being used as a guide to the future. We have had at least a couple of ECB members talking about slowing the pace of tightening and approaching the peak of rates, but the autopilot light is likely to stay on for a little while yet. That's all for today.
Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the global wealth management business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.